podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome once again to the Matchday edition of the Leeds That Podcast. I'm Paul and I'm joined by Matt. Hello. Andy. Hiya. And James. Hello. We're here to discuss our big birthday home game with Birmingham City at Ellen Road. Uh, James, take us through the head-to-head. We've won 39 times, drawn 26 and lost 41. Uh, we had two defeats to Birmingham last season, which were awful, weren't they, against Gary Monk's Birmingham City. Only team to do the double over us last season, I think. Yeah, that's right. Um, and there is still big leads links with Pep Clitet as their manager. He was probably the force behind last season, which is quite worrying really going into today. Quite like Pep Clitet. Save that kind of nonsense. <laughs> uh, plans for today, we're all going, aren't we? Yeah. Save that kind of nonsense. We're going to go to the carnival atmosphere of, uh, of Ellen Road, aren't we? Yeah, plan is get down. Expert, well, I mean, we've been evicted from our normal home. Yeah, and the centenary celebrations have decided that it's more important for those who can afford... 100 odd quid, three figures for a uh, slap up meal in the pavilion. I think it's half open though, isn't it? It's half open. So if you want, you can go to the other half and literally listen to how the other half live. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's do that. If we get time. Uh, team news Pablo Pablito is back. He's played half an hour yesterday, though, didn't he? I don't think he's going to be playing. He must be on the bench. Yeah, you do think he'd be on the bench. You'd hope so. Uh, Forshaw and Shaq back next week. Cooper's not too far behind them. And uh, important team news is that we have uh, Gaetano Berardi back from his 75-minute suspension for wrongful dismissal. Finally, they got something right. Yeah, but we can't get that time back, can we? And they only got part of it right, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, he should get done for diving. The game should be cancelled and replayed. I know that these are the kind of words that bite us when we uh, do the post-match, but I am glad that Berardi is available for this game. It's important. Well, it is if Cooper's not back. Yeah, but some people, there, are, there is a train of thought that we would have been, that, that they would have rather he was banned and then he couldn't get sent yeah, off. Yeah, but they're idiots. Hundredth. Uh, who were going to start then instead of him? Well, we're not. We're going to start Berardi. No, but, but who was going to start? <sighs> Ailing at centre-back, Dallas at right-back, Alioski left-back. Leif Davis, Phillips dropping back into... What foot does Leif Davis use? Left. Perfect. <laughs> so, uh... What do what what do you think the starting lineup should be this week? Should be or will be? Uh, either or. Bamford still needs to play for me. Uh, obviously, there's been a lot of press on Eddie N coming out saying he should be playing, and he scored hat trick for England under twenty ones in midweek. Also, Mister Penalty at me must be added. Um, saying he should be playing more game time, but I think the work rate Bamford does and the hold up play brings to the overall game should not be overlooked. Eddie ends a finisher, but is he going to tire out the defenders the same way that Bamford does? I'm not sure. I'd still have Bamford start and bring in Ketty off the bench. Just picking up on the media comments, though, that is a bit unfair saying he's come out and said it. He's played a game, scored a hat-trick, and then the obvious question is, what do you think about not playing enough at Leeds? What's he going to say? Oh, I'm really chuffed sitting on the bench. As long as Pat's in the team and not scoring, I'm quite happy to sit on the bench, come on for 20 minutes and just do my best for the team. It's never going to happen, is it? He's a professional. He's said the right thing. Yeah, I think the problem is that I, I wouldn't get rid of Bamford out of the team. So the answer really is Bielsa to find some sort of system where he can play both of them in the same team. He's not going to do that, is he? Drop Costa. The wor- the worry he has is that it weakens midfield, mm. him putting the, the two up front. And uh, I agree with that. It's a really hard thing to make a decision on, isn't it? I would play Bamford. I know he's not hit the net um, in a while, um, but he's 
playing really well. He got man of the match last time we saw him out. So, you know, how can you argue with that? You know, is it, his time will come. Bamford is, is, is due a goal or few and hopefully it's today. The problem with the Enketia thing, I think, is the long-term issue of are we going to keep hold of him? There's a post on Waka which perfectly summed this up midweek from a user called Possibly Armchair. He said, on the face of it, this situation is shaping up to be classic Leeds United or Leeds that. Make a big fuss about winning the Kiss Arsenal's arse for Enketia stakes. Team gasping for goals like a man without water in the desert. Natural goal scorer left picking his nose on the bench. Nothing club like Bristol City takes him off as in Jan and cruises past us to promotion on a tidal wave of his goals. It's totally true. You can see it coming a million miles off, but equally what James said was completely true. Yeah. You can't, we can't tinker with the thing that we've got. The other thing as well is that Bielsa, the reason he's playing so well for England is because of Bielsa and he's being coached in the system and a way of playing by Bielsa. And if he gets him to a point and he does go to someone like Bristol, it would be... Uh, a real shame that he's kind of, he and Arsenal have kind of reflected on the good work that Bielsa's done for him to go elsewhere. So he needs to stay and have his chance, I think. The other thing we've got to talk about is we've obviously got a problem with goals and the strikers have got a responsibility to score, but the rest of the team need, need to step up to the plate. We're not getting enough goals from midfield or elsewhere on the park. Is Alioski our second highest goal scorer? I think he is. Probably. And on that note, I've got something to float with you. How about Aylin and Douglas at fullback, Dallas and Alioski on the wings? Done. Sign me up. Dallioski? Mm. Well, both of them have got the work rate and both of them are, have chipped in with goals over the last few months. But then, are you taking your attacking fullbacks away from it? I'm not sure. Also, I know Jack Harrison's end product's been questioned, but the work rate coming from him has been great. And his first touch. I mean, what would do? What do we do if you take out his first touch from the team? Give them a throw in quite a lot. The big thing is, I don't think the way we play is going to disappear. Is it? We're still going to play really well all season, and we can't continue not scoring goals. I mean, physically, we can't be bad at scoring goals. Um, you know, for the entire season. So we're going to come good. I, I've got faith in Jack Harrison. I don't know what it is that I think he's going to start doing really well, and I think Bamford will as well. The stats are amazing. Of our, mm. I don't have a clue what this XG is all about, but <laughs> I've seen lots of charts which show that we should be running away with the league. They've had to build like extra sections to the charts <laughs> if it leads into it. I, I can't decide whether XG proves that leads are a massive anomaly or whether leads are proving that XG is a load of rubbish. One of those two is true. Well, on that, what's the Twitter poll saying? How are we looking for today? Are the fans confident? Leeds fans are always confident, aren't they? Not this one. I reckon it says 85%. A slight dip, but still still out there. Very close, Paul. Um, Leeds win 80%, a draw 7%, and Birmingham to win 13%. See, that is dipping. Uh, dipping. Chris has said, I sense a scrappy 1 or 2 nil. Uh Angster has said 1-0 Blues Bamford starts runs around one foot misses some chances we give Eddie 20 minutes at the end 70% possession 18 shots and no goals I hope he's not right to be honest I think he's just basing that on the average performance of the season though isn't he the thing is that you can see that happening quite quite easily sadly at the moment Paul what have they been saying uh, down in Brummy land on their forums well on on <laughs> Andy do you wanna could I <laughs> We drink gravy in the Navy. 
That's what they've been saying. That's all literally you can read. But uh, on the uh, forum, we will journey on. Uh, this guy said, I take a draw now. I won't do that any further. That was good. Keep going. Go on. I want to see it. I can't I see it. anything other than a defeat. 2 0 to Leeds. Then it. You're quite good at that. Come on, you blues. If That's Mil- scouts that. That's come on. No, I can't do that. Come on, you blues. If Millwall can beat them, then so can we. After a fantastic performance, I think we'll do another Wigan. I assume that means not what Wigan did to us last season. I think it means they're the- not going to cheer on someone getting sent off and then. They've beat beat, us. they've beaten Wigan recently, and they think that they can do the same to us that they did to Wigan. No, I think they they, they don't want to do another Wigan meaning they don't want to beat them handsomely and then lose the next game or lose to them having won really well the other game. Anyway, who this cares? Is, this is what they said. I like this bit. Also, Leeds have the best defense in the league. <laughs> <laughs> who said that? Uh, this guy on the forum. I like him. Is it, it a really like depressed Jasper Carrot? Well, yeah, because he thinks that Leeds are going to win. Actually, it was quite mixed. There were some uh, quite hopeful things. Birmingham, I'm going to say this. Uh, I've watched them a bit. Not that great. But the whole division isn't. I know James loves the championship and the quality of football. But if you've watched Birmingham... <sighs> Don't say things like that. Listen, got needs saying. It's true. The Carabao's making me say it. What, the cup or the drink? A drink. All oh, right, okay. I've gone back to it as a mistake. Other energy drinks are available. Official for today's game is uh, Robert Jones from Merseyside. Yes, Robert Jones has refters before this season. He refters in the one all game against Forest in August. Don't think there was anything too bad then. Didn't we have a um, clear penalty turned down on oh, Dallas? Well, we always do. Ah, yeah, the end. Oh, yeah. He's awful. And Costa. <laughs> two. Yeah, it was two. The biggest offence that day, it must be said, was our finishing, though. We yeah. don't have too bad of a record under Robert Jones from Merseyside, though. We've, uh, last season and this season, mixture of victories and draws. Do you think, um, after Mr. Linnington's performance last time, other referees see it and think leads a due penalty? No. He hasn't got a game this weekend, does he? Linnington, after that poor decision he made to uh, send Berardi off at the uh, Millwall game. He's been told he can't even ref in parks or uh, school games either. But he does have a game midweek, to be fair. In balance. It's not in Preston, is it? <laughs> no, I think it's in Good. League One. Good. Tell us your prediction, Andy. It's not a loss, but I'm going for a draw today. I think there's been a lot going on this week around the centenary and the celebrations. Rightly so as well. What a fantastic club. However, I think distractions off. Have they been distracted? Potentially. I'm going to go for one all. At least it's not distractions like a drink drive charge you know it's a, it's a nice distraction James what what were you saying something in me thinks will draw I think they're missing a, a decent striker this year and they could just set themselves up nicely for a draw but I, I still have faith that we're going to come good so I think we'll win 2-0 back on that my, my worry is Jutskovic versus Berardi Lucas Jutskovic mm. loves a header he's 25 foot tall and Berardi's 4 foot well I'm going with 3-0 leads that's good I like that, Paul. Very assertive. It's it's those things that we talked about before are going to literally all come good. It's the birthday game. This is the script. It's happening. Quote me on it after. Matt, what do you say when you guys got together, sat around that desk? I've got a, uh, diff- <laughs> I've got a different script. Oh, God, which script have you picked up? I've picked up the leads, that script. If any team is going to lose a, ce- a centenary celebration game, it's this one. And we've had one of those weeks where we've talked about us. I mean, to this this time we've sat down and spoken about the game now is probably the first time we've spoken about the opposition all week. So I think 2-1 to Birmingham. 
the other thing is that the form guide shows that the last time we won a home game on a weekend was more than six months ago. Oh, we're back on that. Happy yeah. tune. Yeah. It was like, oh, no, we're no good at home. But we've beaten West Brom. So let's change it a little bit. And oh, Brentford. Sa- and Brentford. Saturdays are no good now. Well, we haven't, we haven't won a home game on a Saturday for more than six months. That's outrageous for a team that's wanting to win the league. Or we won our last home game against the team that are currently top of the league. Stats. You can do what, we, what, what you want with stats, can't you? Matt's been very close with his prediction so far this season. And I he, wasn't close last time, I <laughs> But I, you, you kind of get the sentiment uh, and feeling in the air, which is... A shame, really. I don't I, want to go to the game anymore. I hope Really? I'm well, tell me your word. My word would be memories. There's been lots of memories and going down memory lane this week, and it's been uh, it's been really good to see and hear from, you know, Yeboa and Radovi and all the Leeds legends, and hopefully there'll be some more today at the game. Um, and let's make some new happy memories going into our next 100 years and start off with a win. Andy? Groundhog, as in Groundhog Day. As in, it's just going to be the same old for me today. I think we're going to be frustrated, sadly, and we're going to spur opportunities. Matt? Hubris. I think we could be guilty of it, and I think that could be our downfall today. Hubris. (laughs) Yeah. For the uneducated ones in the room like Paul, what's hubris? (laughs) It is excessive pride or self-confidence. Oh. My word's confidence. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think we're going to go and absolutely smash it today. So let's have a look afterwards. Who's got egg on the face? Hopefully it's you, like the, all the, the naysayers. I hope and so too. I know we all hope it. So let's go see what happens. All right, James. Matthew. We're in the pavilion now. Yeah, I know. We've met up with uh, three lads here from uh, Cork. Do you want to introduce yourselves? Yeah, my name is Pat Lyons. I'm from Cork. And uh, I've been uh, a supporter of Legion United since I was about 12 years of age. Do you mind us asking how long ago that was? <laughs> about 55 years ago. Hang about, an Irish fella called Pat. <laughs> Could you believe it? You're in my pants down, you're joking, aren't you? I'm not really. Oh. I've right, got a pad here. Well, what's, your, what, what's your name then? My name is Pat. Oh, I'm not having this. I don't believe him. How about yourself? I'm Pat as well. Ah, oh, not having this. Are you really, Pat? No, I'm Eddie. You sit next to my dad, right? In the East End? Yeah, East End Upper. We have a great like watching us a beauty game. It's so high. <laughs> and uh, how long have you been a Leeds fan, Eddie? I've been a Leeds fan since I'm about seven. I'm now 36 and I'll never stop. And uh, ups and downs, we'll still be there. And you're another Pat? I'm another Pat. From Cork as well? I'm from Crosshaven in Cork, yeah, just outside Cork. And how long have you been a Leeds fan? Uh, forever. Pat number one, what was, your, uh, what was your first ever Leeds game that you attended? I think it was a friendly up in Dublin uh, in the days of Gary Sprake. Um, it was probably about 1969. Good times, though. Great, great times, actually, yeah. Look, we've been through a tick and thin and we're still here. I know, and I, I was going to say unfortunately, but fortunately I passed on the reins to my son, Eddie. <laughs> And what do you think the what do you think the score's going to be today? Well, hopefully it will be 2-0 to Leeds. Oh, of course. And we're going to go up this season? Yes, yeah. Bold predictions. Eddie, how do you think we're going to do today? I'd say 1-0. I'm hoping Hilda Costa. And uh pat number 2? Probably uh probably 2-1. To Leeds again? To Leeds, yeah. Oh yeah, what's up, Lee? Good, well, I hope that you're right and I'm wrong because I've gone for 2-1, but part number one has told me that Birmingham is 7-1 to today, so maybe I need to get a bet on. 
Matt, you're the only person I've talked to that said Leeds are going to lose. <laughs> well, I hope, I, hope, I hope I'm the person who's wrong. Sad that I can see you being right. Yeah, Leeds that, innit? All right, well, enjoy the game, guys. Good to meet you all. Cheers, thanks, Matthew. Cheers, Mike. So we're back uh, after the victory, 1-0 against Birmingham. Although I think hearing some comments on Radio Air and the comments that I've seen online, actually... Radio Leeds. Yeah, why did I say that? Throwback, mate. I like it. Anyway, a lot of people seem to be acting like we lost. That's true, actually. Doing my head in. I'm in that camp, I'm afraid. I know you are. Yeah, let's go to Andy first because he's, uh, he's wrong about this. So let's start with him. I don't feel like we lost, but I, uh, my word in the first part was Groundhog Day. Uh, it felt like that again. It felt... A bit of a damp squib. We seem to be like the big bad wolf, huffing and puffing, trying to blow the house down, but just ended up making real hard work of it. We, we should be winning by more and making it hard for ourselves. I thought we played very well. Yeah, I did. I was quite pleased with how we played, particularly first half. But do you not think we should be scoring more? Yeah, but that's been the same all season. Well, that's what I mean, Groundhog Day. Yeah, but you're saying Groundhog Day as if that's a bad thing. I think that we've been playing well. In every game this season. Yeah, but we keep getting caught out. We've been caught out three times. Four, if you count a couple of... Five, if you count a couple of draws. We've been we've been unlucky a lot, though. Do you want to know what they said on the Birmingham uh, forum? Were they not, that we listened to? Were they not too busy fating each other? No. These guys who've uh, watched it somehow um, have said that that should show the board the golfing class and what's needed to make this team, as in their team, into a better side is a massive investment. I thought, yeah... There was a golfing class. That's uh, a good way of describing it. Again, we were very good, but we should have won by more. We, we, if we keep having performances like that, we're going to drop more points because we're not going to be scoring the goals we should be, spurring on opportunities and getting caught out. We're not talking about future games. We're talking about the game we played today and we won 1-0. It's been the same as the other games we've had. Even ones that we've lost, we've played the same. But we deserve to win. Yeah, but we, we should be scoring more. And we won. <laughs> Does no one see my point? No, not really. Couldn't care for it. Oh, well, stuff is... I'm just pleased I was wrong with my prediction. Exactly. Very happy with that. I'm delighted I was wrong with my prediction. No. But it very I, no. could have easily been one all. Exactly. I saw that moment when you said, in your eyes, towards the end, they got that free kick and you thought, hang on, I might be in here with my prediction. <laughs> I saw it lit. Not. Your That's eyes lit up. That's if true. They did. They did. He was rubbing his eyes. He thought... I'd rather have one point and be right. Who's this Paul propaganda? What a load of nonsense. Saw it. Saw it with my eyes. We were watching the game, were you? Which proves my point earlier. We should be scoring more goals and you're wrong. I thought we played really well. I was I was pleased. We do seem to be taking it massively for granted how good we actually are. Or you are on this occasion. <laughs> Hang on. You are as well. What? You've dropped this one in. We're a playoff side. No, I didn't. I said, do you think we're a playoff side? Fair enough. <laughs> And that was off it. mic to Andy, and I said, "Do you think we?" I said, "Do you think we're a playoff side at the minute?" I can't see us being automatically promoted based on the results that we've had that put us into second position. Yeah, but at the end of the season and the performances that they're, they're not perfect performances. If they were perfect performances, we'd be scoring more goals. That's true, and we're in a good position. But which need, two? Which two sides are better than us? I don't. Think I would say Fulham. Have, we Fulham? We've not seen. 
them in action yet. They lost they're to Stoke to, today though, didn't they? Yeah, but they're one to fear and West Bromwich Albion. Albion. They're who, the two that would I would fear the most. Who would beat? Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything, does it? You can tell you've had half a Shandy, right? Aggressive. Yeah, I'm just up. playing devil's advocate. We've won. I like this. It, it feels like a. It feels like a post-match when we've lost. It, it, look, I'm delighted we won, but I'm just saying we should be putting these games to bed. We're making hard work for ourselves and causing problems. On to my next point. <laughs> Everyone's getting giddy. This is a very unfashionable and untrending whatever statement, but. Eddie has done nothing to get his start that he's craving. Bamford did nothing wrong. Eddie brought nothing when he came on. Ah, he, he almost won as a penalty. From where I was sat, it did look like a penalty as well. Bamford almost scored. I would say that I didn't think Nketiah offered anything more than Bamford. Ding! But you you think Bamford was better, don't you? I don't think he was better. Unless he was injured, I think he was unfair to be hauled off. I just think he chases the ball down more and winds, gets into players more than Nketiah. I thought Eddie looked like he couldn't bother chasing people today. I think this is the beauty of uh, of football because I was really impressed with how he did chase things down and put yeah. himself between the ball and the... I must say, I thought, I thought his chasing down was pretty good. Which game were you two watching? We were watching the same one that we were stood next to you watching. All right. And also... My, is this when he was stood still in the middle, not moving? <laughs> that bit? My, my issue with Bamford... And it's only my one because it's what I would try and do as well if afforded the, the option. But he he always tries to get it back onto his left foot, which costs time and allows defenders to get back. Oh, granted, there's times where it's dropped him and should have absolutely pagged it and had a, had a pop. But I just don't feel that he brought much to the table. And when he should have squared it to Alioski for an easy goal, he had a pop. James, different perspective on the game from where you're sitting. Bamford versus Nketiah. Um, I thought Bamford had a better working game, but in the box he was ineffective. Um, and that's why he got pu- pulled off in the end. Should have scored first half. Like, you're saying that we're not good enough because we're not putting games to bed. Bamford was pretty guilty of that first half. But oh yeah, definitely. That- but then even second half, we were exactly the same. Eddie missed one. Mm. Janny should have squared it to Eddie for tapping. I think the goal we scored was very fortuitous. It's a goalkeeping mistake. After the goal, we should have gone on and put it to bed easily, but we didn't. There's more that needs to come out of our wingers. Costa's still playing decaffeinated. Yeah, for for someone who's £15 million in the championship at the minute, it's it's not showing, is it? Well, that, that could be what's hurting him. You know, big price tag could uh, could certainly weigh a player down. We've seen it before. Must be hard running around with all that cash in your pockets. Well, it's not just that he weighs him down, it's that we compare him against that figure all the time. So exactly. If, yeah. if we'd have got him for free or for you know a tenth of that, we'd be going, oh, it was a decent signing. Alioski missed a sitter, didn't he? Alio- well, I, wouldn't, I don't know if it That's was a That's when he should have squared it, isn't it? Well, I, th- I would have backed him to score from where he was. It was I've on his him. right foot, wasn't it? He hits it with his right and by hit it, spooned it. I think it's still travelling, isn't it? Can I just point out as well that um, Paul trialled a new uh, new thing during the game today, James. All right. He uh, took copious amounts of notes through. So if it looks like his memory recall of what happened is good, it's because he's got it right in front of him now. Well, I think it's adding to it. <laughs> Has he got um, notes from him to be aggressive towards fellow podcasters? You see what he was doing? He was, he was making notes instead of watching Eddie. When, yeah, it, when, it, when Eddie was chasing down, he was making notes. I think uh, being devil's advocate's clearly been mistaken by someone for uh, being aggressive. So I apologise. 
Because the fact you've got your top off and you're squaring up to me, that's what I'm worried about. Well, I've just watched a lot of Birmingham fans and thought that's the best way to get your message across. That's vile, isn't it? James, you, you actually saw it, didn't you? We'd, we'd left at this point. You couldn't really tell what had caused it at the time I'd spotted it, but there's a few people who'd got past the stewards and were trying to get right up to the, the Leeds fans in the south stand and it, it was just getting a bit nasty. I think I, I heard something, apparently a female steward was hit or something like that, but, um, which is awful. But it's been ages since we've seen any away fans come to Ellen Road and, and do that. Yeah. They came in big numbers, actually, to be fair to them. Mm. They came to try and spoil the party. And they didn't. Weren't a fan of the streamers either today. I don't really care about streamers. We won. They would probably would have annoyed me if we'd lost, but I'm not bothered. I'm delighted that Calvin Phillips scored in the centenary game. Yeah, that was fitting. It was a nice, positive leads that moment. We don't get many positive leads that moments, do we? So who was everybody's man of the match today? Only one for me. Ben White, number five. He's he's just brilliant. That's all I have to say on him. Do you think we should make him exempt from future things that we say, who was your man of the match out of, it, out of the rest? He wasn't my man of the match. Go on then, Calvin Phillips. I thought he had a very good game and scored. So Gave the ball away quite a bit. I think that that's always going to be a bit of a an occupational hazard for the game that Calvin Phillips plays. And he had to adjust to being pushed forward, which he doesn't do very often now. And he scored from that position. So he, he had an all-round class game. It was your man of the match, Jim. I'm torn between Ben White and Calvin Phillips, but I'm going to go Calvin Phillips because of what I just said. <laughs> Paul? Ben White, because I don't think he put a foot wrong. Does he ever put a foot wrong? That's the question we've got to ask ourselves. Well, this is... That's why I said, should he be exempt? Well, this is another honourable mention for another person who's been the epitome of... What's my word? Consistency. Thank you, yeah. Stuart Dallas. Oh, I thought you were on about Jack Harrison. No, I, th- I thought Stuart Dallas probably had his worst game of the season today. What did he do wrong? Least effective. I, I just think that things weren't coming off for him. There's a time where he just stopped running, didn't he? You know where there was... Nah, that was Eddie and Kittier. <laughs> where have you got this from? <laughs> if, you, if, you want to, if you want to talk about players who had a good game, Berardi's up there as well. Yeah, he did have a really good game. You had a, a bit of a moment over a left-footed ball. Oh, then. yeah. I don't know if that's in Paul's notes, but he had a he, he played an amazing ball on his with his left foot, just knocked it fifty yards. I don't know, can't even remember. It was. I think it's through to Costa, wasn't it? And it's the one that ended with the strange offside because Bamford went to play for a ball and it looked like it had gone out for a corner. Incredible pass it was. So we seem to have flipped our form now, our home form is better than our away form over the four, last four games, which is good. It is good. And I uh, don't think we can have another podcast where I say that our home form's not good enough. Do you think the curse has been lifted, Matt? I don't think there was a curse, but I hope that something's changed. I think we're cursed in front of goal. Yeah, I'll go with that. It's not that we're not creating chances. So that's, I think that's the thing. If, eventually we're going to start knocking them in. Well, the excitement now is that Bamford's going to a place on Tuesday where he loves to score. Scored two great goals there last last year. Um, so hopefully we'll start getting some away wins again, Matt. Yeah, fingers crossed. But you're going on Wednesday? Possibly. <laughs> I need to check, Good need, job we had this chat. Need to check my diary. <laughs> Final word. Andy. Happy. I know you're all laughing at that because I've come on a bit of a rant. It's just because I know we can do better. That's all it is. I'm delighted with second. Really, really happy. Really just good, all round good. Nice, happy. James? I'm going to say happy as well. I'm going to be unimaginative, but I am happy. 
there's a lot of pressure on everyone for that game. It could have easily been, like we talked about before the match, a Leeds that type situation. And uh, I'm just happy it didn't fall into that category. Yeah, that that was the worry going in. There was a lot of distraction from all the stuff going on. And I think the players did well to uh, get on with it. I'm relieved because we, uh, as soon as they won that free kick where the guy seemed to go absolutely flying um, and the referee seemed to be right, right, point. It's one of those situations where you look at it and you think, if we had this position, we would never score, but I fully expect them to do nothing but score. So yeah, really relieved and delighted to have picked up another well-deserved three points. And Matt, you've just used my word, deserved, because uh, we've played 12 games this season and for the 12th game in a row, we've deserved to win. And we did. So we should be on 36 points. Yeah. And we're on 23. We definitely should be on 36 points. I nobody, agree. Nobody, I agree. Could, nobody could go back and watch the, all of those games and not say that Leeds United shouldn't be on 36 points. Only one, arguably, was Charlton. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, thanks for listening. We'll be back on Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully. With the Preston podcast. Um, in the meantime, keep your, your ears posted for uh, plenty of content coming out your way October podcast a um, couple of fan interviews coming up um, the prize draw is growing the bundle uh, go to leads.com to enter um, and we'll speak to you again on Tuesday Sports Social Podcast Network